Welcome to Dieter's Canadian Junior Football Podcast, bringing you features, interviews, and opinion. Lots of opinion on everything Canadian Junior Football. This is the final part of our podcast with Hamilton Hurricanes President Mike Samuel. I, I just, you know, I mean, we can we can sit here and have like a uh, a like a prime minister debate here all night about whether we should be U twenty or not. But I mean, I think at the end of the day, if that's what the rest of the league wants, then that's something that Hamilton would have to look at and consider. But my understanding is right now nobody's interested in that. So well, we need. I need. We need. Obviously, uh, some sort of uh, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? I, I mean, if if a conference came to the other two conferences and said we want to look at this, mm-hmm. that would have huge weight. Admittedly, the OFC would have less less weight mm-hmm. because of where you're at, but it certainly would have weight. Let me, let, well, it, Mike, I, it would, but then don't forget, we already have, like, the OFC and the OPSL are 19 and under. You're already saying, like, like, that, what, okay, let me, let me, let me break it down with one, one final point on this. You're telling us that the CJFL needs to go U20 so that those 19 and 20 year old kids have a better opportunity to play. Then my question is, why aren't you saying, why isn't it, you know, Dieter's U-Sport podcast that says U-Sport should not be, you know, recruiting the 19 and 20-year-olds and sending them to the CJFL? I've said that before, and trust me, my friend, I will say that again. Right. So then if that's, that should be the basis, that should be the basis of the argument not reinvent the wheel. I know you want to fix things, but don't reinvent the wheel to the point where you're making us do all the changes. No, I, if it's fragmented, if it's fragmented because 19 and 20 year old players aren't playing as much and the bulk of them are at U sport, that seems to be where the issue is. And I agree with you. So then here, but I, and this is where I have asked teams this, and here's, here's then a question for the OFC. Would the OFC collectively be prepared to go with me or with somebody to U-Sport and say, hey, we want to grow our game. We want to improve. And when I say our game, we mean football in Canada. Yeah. We would like to go to U-20. How would you be prepared to work with us so that we're not shooting ourselves in the foot? What would you do? Would you raise your age from 24 and a half to 25? Would you shrink your rosters to 70? And there's my question. Until somebody, whether it's U-Sport coming to junior or junior coming to U-Sport or nine of the 18 teams coming to the other nine, until somebody is, and this is where I'm trying to round everybody up like cats, get a group Mm -hmm. of teams to say, okay, you know what? Yeah, this isn't working. Let's come up with something different. So here's my question, Mike, and I appreciate all this time. Yeah. Let's wrap it up with one question. Okay. If 
Mike Samuel had to choose right now, five years from now. Right. You're playing in a 20 and under league that accomplished most of what I said it's going to accomplish in terms of more teams, parity. You know, I'm taking a bit of a wide scope here, but a, a, a more financially viable 20 and under league where the OFC is largely competitive with the West. Would you choose that or a 22 and under league as you are now in the same financial situation and same competitive situation five years from now if you had to pick one? You know my answer is going to be 22 and under because as we've talked before. But, okay, but 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 remember now. One no, of the wait, things I... wait. You asked me a question. you got to let me finish. Okay. If it's 22 and under versus 20 and under, and 20 and under, I'm competitive. I'm looking. I can at 20 and under. I'm only. I'm only. I've only got a home for the 19 and 20 year olds. But but at but 20, again, Mike. At 22 and under. I've got a home for the 19, 20, 21. And but let me stop you. But let me let me stop you though. Remember what I said was though in the in the big scheme of things, junior football has grown to the point where there are so many junior football teams in Ontario, and this is a big if. But another a twenty-one to twenty-five league. Well, hey, let me stop you. Wait a minute. Doesn't it? Isn't there a senior league there now? Yep. So what are you worried about the twenty ones and twenty twos for? They've got a place to play. Well, they do, but it. it, it so let let's let's use your point. How do you think? How do you think a twenty two year old is going to do against a bunch of thirty year olds? Yeah, but a 22-year-old isn't developing for anything, Mike. He's just playing football for the sake of playing now. Exactly. Yeah, but then why worry about him competing against a 30-year-old? Well, because that's what he would be competing against. I know, but a a 22-year-old junior isn't going anywhere. He's not going to pro 99 times out of 100. No, but you know what? But, But hang on a second, Blake. That's wrong. Because there's a lot of a lot of senior or a lot of CJFL kids that have gone on to the CJF or gone on to the CFL. You know it, and I know it. And yes, it's a long shot, but you know what? The opportunity's still there. And far be it for me to shut the door on the dreams of the kids that think they can. Matt Coates, who played for us up until 2015, prime example of you know we were touting. You know, can you go to the CFL from the CGFL? Yes. Is it a long shot? Yes, but the opportunity's there. It's it's uh, Matt Coach, 2013, signs okay. with the plays three years, and then plays a year with Winnipeg. Okay, hang on. And okay, so two questions about Matt Coates, and now we're getting good. This is where we're getting heated, and this is what we wanted. Yeah. <laughs> Make it interesting. Okay, two questions. He graduated from Hamilton, from the Hurricanes? Uh, yeah, he aged out. Okay, he aged out. Okay, so he did age out, and he had a three- or four-year career. In And, and you say he's still playing? Uh, he screwed up his foot, and he retired. Okay, okay so he retired. But he had a three- or four-year career in the CFL. Okay. Four years. So, yeah. Okay. What, how many kids out of 500 graduate from junior and play pro? Out of 500, you had to pick a number. I would probably say, uh, oh, I'll out say of one. 500, out of 500 kids, I'd say five. 
and I think you're four high. But regardless, so we're going to I can, I can make, there's five there's five guys in the last five years that that have gone on to play. I'm not talking. Time. I'm not talking a cup of coffee, practice roster, tackle. Them. Well, I'm talking well, bona fide, talking? bona fide player. Okay. Well, how many university guys have? Gone to the CFL for a cup of coffee. I'm not talking university. I'm not concerned about university does. I'm concerned about what CGFL does. And okay, if but your right. argument, and if, hearing me out, if your argument is that we prepare guys, we get guys directly to the CGF, the CFL, then we are we we are horrible at what we're doing because one in five hundred or five in five hundred is an embarrassing number, and we're sacrificing eighteens and nineteens out of high school work. You said yourself, far too many kids are choosing university over us. So we're, we're discounting the 18s and 19s. We're shoving them. We're helping shove them to university dream of debt and despair to save one in 500 kids to go to the CFL. We should be ashamed of ourselves because that is a well, you're horrible. You're part of we. That's the one thing. You're not we. Well, I was it's until not- four months ago. Well, you were. Right. Okay, well then, you know what? Then I'll say it. Then the CJFL should be ashamed and embarrassed because that's a horrible, that's a horrible ratio. That's well, like building a car. That's like building a car. I, I, that's like DeLorean where they made 5,000 cars and one of them worked. They went out of business. That's a stupid analogy. We'll back up on that one. But that's, but Mike, that's a horrible track record. Sure. You know why? Because I'll tell you why. Because you know what? It's a longer shot. It's a longer shot. Do you know how many, how, how many CFL scouts go to university games? I don't know and I don't care. Tons because they're draft eligible. Our guys aren't draft eligible, but guys get drafted out of our league. Levy Noel played for the Windsor AKO Bradman because he left uh, the U of T. It didn't work out for him. He got drafted straight in. He's still with the Argo. Again, so there's a kid, and there's another example of what I think is wrong with this league, that far too many kids go from high school to university, spend two or three years in university, flunk out, come back to junior, and took a spot from a kid who in good faith came to junior right out of high school and lost his job. And I know that happens. I know that happens in Kelowna. It happens everywhere. That's sports play. but But you say you're so worried about the kids, Mike. And you're choosing a 22-year-old over a 19-year-old. So, excuse my language, no. and I'm no, no. hyperbole. Fuck the 19-year-old for the 22-year-old. No, but I've got 19-year-old. I've got a 17-year-old that starts on my team this year. Okay, that we had to get parent signature to sign yeah, up. But, but you're forcing the 17-year-old to compete against the 22-year-old. The thing is, you're you're so you're so involved with your ideals about this U20 that you just think that you're right and that's it. Mike, like, Mike but, if, but, if the CGFL was hey, healthy... Listen, if, listen why, okay. why are you getting so wound up here? Oh, no, you're, you're, you're <laughs> laughing because you know I'm going up and you know, uh, you, you know. okay. I everybody, know. Like, Mike, just, Mike, everybody that's listening to this, Mike and I have had this conversation before and he gets almost as wound up as I do, but he's, he's got his thumb down the table holding himself and laughing while I get lit up. Go ahead. I I am. I'm just, I'm just looking at it like this is just, this is your opinion. 
this is your opinion, this is your ideal of how it should be. But if you don't have the support, for, it, it's not it's not your role to go out and interview all these people to drum up the support and change their ideas. I mean, that's your goal, but it's not necessarily going to happen. So if it doesn't happen, that doesn't mean we're wrong. It doesn't mean you're right. I mean, this is just, isn't this just banter? Like, that's what we're doing. We're just, we're shooting the gab about what your thoughts are and what my thoughts are. That's all it should be. Neither one of us should be getting excited about this or taking offense to it. You have your ideals. There's people out there who, you know, there's a guy that made it to the CFL from us when we were 24 and under. You know, and I'm not going to put a name to it because there's been some issues where, you know, we've been discredited as a league in the OFC, but that person needed a place to play and hone his skills for one more year before he goes to the CFL. So I think we did a great service for him. And and the Langley Rams are going to say that about Javon Katoy. And yeah, they right. gave Javon a place to play, and he's a great kid. And the Langley Rams did a great thing. But I would right. argue Javon Katoy would have been in the CFL anyway, because he's that kind of a talent. And the guy, without knowing exactly the situation about the guy you're talking about, I know who you're talking about. I would argue yeah. that he'd probably be in the CFL as well. But being able to go back and play junior, or in your case, 24 and under junior, was a nice option. Right. Well, all I'm saying, right. and you're right, Mike. You're right. My, I, I'm just, I've got my opinion. But my opinion is born out of the fact if, if the CJFL was 25 teams like it used to be and everybody was financially solvent, I wouldn't be saying this. But God damn it, Mike, of our 18 teams, I'm not exaggerating when I say 10 of them are literally a year away from saying, we're out, we can't do this. And I'm not saying that's going to happen because teams manage to pull together, but that right. is where we're at. 10 teams in one year can go, we're done. Like, if you know the history of the league, it's always been that way. It's no, always, no, no, no. The, hang on, hang on. Hey, if you just want to talk and not let me talk. Oh, and you, you know, you son of a bitch, you're enjoying this. I'll shut up. Well, every time I want to talk, you're like, no, no, hang on. I want to cut you off. Let me talk. Listen, there's some viable teams out there financially that do very well. Very well. And you know that I've joked that. You know, the Saskatoon Hilltops give out more scholarship money every year than our team budget. That's just the way it is. They've got great support. They've got great community sport. They've got great alumni. They're, they're, but the reason they have great alumni is because they've won a championship and over and over and over and over, right? I mean, there's, there's kids who have come out of high school in Saskatoon and played five years for the Hilltops and have five rings. Like, how good is that? Now, now that guy goes on and he becomes, you know, uh, a 35-year-old with a, with a good uh, salary, and he says, you know what? I'm giving back because I'm going to make that program good. I'm going to continue to give back. It, 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 we haven't experienced all that kind of, you know, success. So it doesn't work for us. But we're not going to stop trying we're not going to stop trying. But maybe, 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 our model, maybe our model's wrong. Maybe it is. Maybe everything's broken. 
but we're still going to try. We're still going to try and compete and put out teams and gather, you know, good, talented kids who need a place to play or just don't want to go to university and want to continue playing. We're going to provide that. That's what we're going to do. But you, uh, you, know my, you know my stance. You know my stance. My stance is not is not about you know getting guys to the CFL and and winning a national championship. I told you, if I die tomorrow not winning a national championship, would I still be fulfilled? Absolutely, because the smiles and the memories and the opportunities that I put on kids' faces, or not me, but we as an organization, I wouldn't trade that for the world. Not for the world. Okay, then two things. Two things. Yep. You mentioned the Hilltops. Yeah. And right or wrong, my question is of Saskatchewan football, if it was a 20 and under league, would we see the creation of another team or two in Saskatchewan so that more kids are playing football in Saskatchewan? There's my question. So I'm back to the kids again. And I don't. Two, I, I, and we don't know. Two, two. When you mention, um, oh God, I'm, and I'm losing my, my train of thought here. When you mention, um, that's because you're getting too wired up. That's going to get too <laughs> wired up. You talk about, uh, you talked about, uh, sorry, you mentioned, um, oh, so Hamilton. So your goal is to help kids. And you know what, Mike, based upon what you just said, your goal, if you don't win a national championship, so be it. Um, you know you're losing way too many kids to university, then back to what I asked you the other day, then you shouldn't be in the CGFL. You should, the OFC should pull out, and instead of paying $8,000 bills just to subsidize the West playing in a national championship, because that's all you're doing, you would be better off if you're wanting to help the young men. Every OFC team should take the eight grand, keep it at home, and help more kids. It's a lie. Uh, in my opinion, it's, you are not, you are harming kids by what you're doing. Maybe you should take that $8,000. Well, hear me out. Okay. The Niagara Raiders. You just said, you said earlier that the teams in the West, hey, would they be willing to divert some funds to help the OFC? Well, then maybe the OFC should say, hey, Niagara's folding. They're in trouble. Let's pull out of the OFC or the CJFL. Let's take all our $8,000 and help fund Niagara to keep them alive and get another team. Let's get seven teams in Ontario playing junior football. We'll get more kids playing. By your argument, that's what you should do. Yeah. But I don't think, I don't think, the, the, I don't think the finances are the issue in Niagara. Well, whatever. But would $8,000 per team... Eight, thirteen, so twenty-four, thirty-two, forty thousand dollars between your five, forty thousand dollars between do your. But yeah, I, well, it took me a minute. I had to hold my finger. Yeah, up. It's actually, 40, it's actually, yeah, it's forty thousand. It's forty, forty thousand yeah. dollars between the five remaining CJFL teams because I've buried Niagara, and who mm-hmm. am I to bury them? I'm in on BC, but assuming they're gone, five mm-hmm. OFC teams. What could you do with forty thousand dollars? To help more young men in Ontario, quite a bit, but they're not—they're not, they're not going to be, you know, competing at the national level anymore, but, right? So but you're talking one team again. If you're talking big picture, Mike, 
if if helping kids, if helping the twenty two year olds, if helping twenty two year olds is what this is all about. Eighteen to twenty two. Okay, but you know what? You can help more eighteen to twenty twos by pulling out of the CJFL and diverting that forty thousand dollars somewhere else. How would that's I a help? bit of a cheap shot. That's a bit of a cheap shot for me to end this interview, but that's where I'm going to end it. Something for people to, to chew on. Well, and I, I don't mean disrespect. I hope everyone enjoyed. I hope everyone enjoyed listening to the last hour and a half of you talking. No, you talk too. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. Have a good one. I appreciate this, my friend. Okay. Bye bye. That wraps up our four-part podcast with Hamilton Hurricanes president, Mike Samuel. Thanks for listening to Dieter's Canadian Junior Football Podcast. If you liked what you heard, or even if you didn't, tell your friends. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook. 